You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share heartfelt and inspirational messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself to God's unlimited blessing. Together, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's words so that I become more like Jesus Christ every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. Say it, that I'm God's servant. And I am God's powerful champion, and because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, speak to us today. Use your powerful word to bring us to heights we've never reached before. Transform us from glory to glory, and we receive your grace in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right. I need you to be excited because the universe adjusts to our expectations. We we act according to what we expect and not according to what we want. So I want you to expect right now that God will bless you today. Last week, we talked about how people react differently To Jesus, there were people who acted positively. They accepted him. They welcomed him into their lives. And there are people who react negatively. They outright reject Jesus. The idea of having and knowing and having a relationship with Jesus. And we have uh, people who are neutral, who are here nor there, Mm, so-so. Like, yeah, we talked about him last week, John the Baptist. John the Baptist, you would, you would expect John the Baptist would be someone who will be positively uh, reacting and responding to the idea of Jesus. But, but because, because he, he had some questions, and, and if John the Baptist can do that, can have doubts, and he's already John the Baptist, so, 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 so we can doubt. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that, that we, I'm not saying that we should doubt. But when we get to points where we doubt, I want you to know that it's normal because we're human beings and God understands. It's okay to doubt. It's not doubting Thomas. It's doubting John. (laughs) It's okay to doubt. But, but I want you to look beyond that doubt. And I want, let that doubt allow you and push you and move you to seek for what is right. Seek for what is truth, the truth. And you'll find out that it's always good because God promised that when we seek, we shall find. Our one big message for today is um, your burden fits you well. How many of you have burdens? (laughs) How many of you have burdens? I want you to know that whatever burden you're carrying right now, it fits you well. In Tagalog, bagay sa'yo ang burden mo. Bagay sa'yo ang burden mo. We're going to read 
um, a special part for me, a special part of the chapter 11 of Matthew. And uh, we're going to take off from here, okay? So if you're ready, let's read. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns where he had done so many of his miracles because they hadn't repented of their sins and turned to God. You would imagine that when you see miracles, Jesus performing miracles, you would believe in him right away, but not, not in, that, in those towns. What sorrow awaits you, Chorazin, Bethsaida? For if the miracles I did you had if, if, for if the miracles I did in you had been done in wicked Tyre and Sidon, their people would have repented of their sins long ago. And you people of Capernaum, will you be honored in heaven? No, you will go down to the place of the dead. For if the miracles I did for you had been done in wicked Sodom, it would still be here today. Matthew chapter 11, verse 20 to 21 and 23. <laughs> Let me give you a backgrounder. Uh, the, the towns that Jesus mentioned, Chorazin, Bethsaida, Capernaum, they're Jewish towns. And during their time, it's either you're a Jew or you're a Gentile. Either you're a believer or you're a sinner or a pagan. Jews are believers, Gentiles, pagans. Now, the three towns are Jewish towns. And Jesus was addressing the people living in that town, the Jews, the believers. And Jesus mentioned the another three towns, Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom. These are Gentile towns. And Jesus was actually telling the people, look, I performed miracles for you, but you are such a hard-headed people. You are such a hard-hearted people. You, just pe you people just have no heart. Because if, if the people in the Gentile towns have seen what I've done for you, they would have converted right away. But you, you are hard. You have hardened hearts. Um, people, if, if you know your history, they, you, you would understand that Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom, they're the most notorious towns. <laughs> they're the most notorious towns and for you to be compared to a town that's notorious. And, and the, the, the prophets of old, they, they, when they mention Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom, they, they, they're, they're actually saying that these towns are bad. But, but the Jewish people are, are acting worse, far worse than the Gentile people. In this, in this, uh, in the verses that we just read, Jesus was beginning to ask and make the people that he was addressing do three things. Okay, he was asking them to do three things because if you are to, I, I want you to know that if you are to receive God's blessings and if you are to receive God's anointing. God's empowerment, it has to be active. You need to do things. I'm not saying us working for grace. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that we should work for favor because these are freely given. But what I'm saying is if you need to want to accomplish something, you need to act. 
Okay? And Jesus was asking them to do three things. Number one, Jesus was saying, remove your masks. He was talking to the people of Chorazin, Bethsaida, and uh, Capernaum. And Jesus was saying, come on, guys. If you are struggling to believe in what I have done for you, then call it that. Take off your masks. Remove your masks. A lot of people, including myself, we, we, we go through times when we wear masks. Why? Because we are afraid that the world will see the real me. That's why you wear masks. You pretend to be one another. But I want you to know that God cannot bless you if you're trying to pretend to be someone else. God cannot bless the person that you're trying to be. So, um, so, so you, you, just, you just need to take off your masks. Here are the things that happen when you take off your mask. Number one. You, you, you show the world the real you. And let me add that you are beautiful as you are. You don't have to wear a mask because God made you in his image and likeness. God made you in his image and likeness. And just because God made you in his image and likeness, you are already beautiful. Last night, Ziki asked me, um, Dad, if God made us in his image and likeness, then why are there two genders? Why is there male and why is there female? And, and, and I told him, Ziki, God making us into his image and likeness is not about gender. And, and, and then I said, it's, when God made us in his image, that means there are certain God attributes that, that, that we have. And, and he said the word, and he said, oh, so we resemble God. And I'm, I'm really fascinated with this nine-year-old, and, and yes, that's right. You resemble God. If you look at the mirror, I want you to know that God made you in his image and likeness. You are not God, but you are like God in that you have good in you. So take off your mask. And, and Jesus was telling the Jews in the three towns, take off your mask. So one, what happens is that you show the world the real you, the real beautiful you. The second one that happens is that you, you realize and you, you come to terms with your weakness. Because when you show the world the real you, when you accept the real you, you will discover that you are and you have weakness. And that God will always be your strength. So remove your masks. Take it off, Jesus was saying. If you're doubting, then, then, then let's level with it. Help, ask God to help you believe. Let's stop doing that. Number two, Jesus was telling them, don't play God. <laughs> don't play God. When you, when you um, take things into your own hands, you're playing God. 
when you start deciding for other people what they should do, whether they should live or they should die, uh, you are playing God. Friend, are you playing God? Are you trying to handle the things that you're not supposed to handle? Are you trying to, to control the things that you cannot control? Are you carrying your burden too far? Let's not play God. Look, um, the three towns, okay, the three towns that were mentioned are, are, are in Israel, Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum. And right in the middle of that is, is, a, is a mountain. And um, in that particular mountain, um, there existed uh, a tribe or a group of people called the Zealots. Zealots. Um, and uh, one such person is Simon the Zealot. You know, he was part of that group. And, and, and you, you'll, you'll say, That's, that name sounds familiar, Simon the Zealot. Simon the Zealot is one of, was one of Jesus' disciples. Okay? And uh, the Zealots, that group, they're, they're, they're self-righteous and they're... Uh, um, um, what do you call this? Uh, like, I, I can compare them to vigilantes. They, 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 they don't like people who don't act the same way that they act. And uh, their goal is to, is to rid the world of, of, of people who are not living like they are living. They were living. Okay. So, um, in, so what happened is that uh, they would they would take matters into their own hands and they they would just kill and uh, they 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 want to just make extinct the people who do not believe in the same beliefs and true enough in around 70 AD um, the, the 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 leader at that time Titus um, took over General Titus took over Jerusalem and uh, raised Jerusalem to the ground. And uh, they, were, they were captured. They were uh, sent into exile. Um, but but, believe, uh, but some, some scholars say that it was coming. And um, when, when, when General Titus came, it was just, you know, the, the final stages. But they were saying that it happened even before because there was... There was internal uh, internal uh, conflict because of the zealots. In fact, uh, it was it. The, the lesson that we can learn here, here is that violence begets violence. They were already killing each other, so that that, that led to that to, to the overthrow and the taking over of Jerusalem. So so let's not play God. Are you playing God? Are you? And last week I told you, and I and I in the weeks before that I encouraged everyone to let God be God. Let's not let's not uh, take matters into our own hands. Remember again, again. Um, yes, we have burdens. Yes, we have struggles. Yes, we go through a lot. But but I want you to know that your burden fits you well. Bagay sa yo ang burden mo. Uh, so, so number one, Jesus was telling them to take off your mask. And then, then number two, Jesus was telling them to not to play God. 
And then the third thing that Jesus was telling them was to get real rest. When was the last time you really rested? You may have slept, but you, you may not be rested. But when was the last time you really rested? Matthew 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me. I, this is a very nice song. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. This is probably one of the most quoted verses. In fact, there's a song. Um, I love that song. And he said, cast your burdens upon me, those who are heavily laden. Come to me, and I will give you rest. Beautiful, beautiful. Jesus is saying, if you're carrying a heavy burden, the first thing you should do is to come to me because I offer you rest. I offer you rest. Everyone, every single person in this world has a burden to carry. And what we need to do is to come to Jesus. Now, I have a question. What is the heaviest burden in the world? No, no, no. It's not your husband. <laughs> you, you, may, you, you may be telling me now, yeah, my, my heaviest burden, yes, he's 252 pounds. And my husband is the heaviest burden. No, 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 no. The answer to this question is, when you take matters into your own hands, then it becomes a heavy burden. When you take matters into your own hands. Now, I'll ask you, what is the greatest rest you can ever have? How can you rest? What is the greatest rest you can ever have? And the answer is, when we take matters into God's hands. So we take it from our hands and we put it in God's hands. Then you can rest because you know that God will always work to your advantage. Maybe some of you are being burdened right now. Maybe the reason why you feel heavily burdened, when you why you feel so negatively heavily burdened, it's because you're taking hands into your own, uh, taking things into your own hands. What is the greatest stressor in the world? Two things give people stress. When you try to control things you cannot control. And the other thing is when you don't take control of the things you can take control of. So take matters, do not take matters into your own hands. And, and this is what Jesus said. You come to me if you have a heavy burden. Maybe you're carrying something. And maybe you, you feel that it's already heavy. Now, what do you need to do? Come to me. And in, in, in verse 28 to 29, it says, I will give you rest. And there's an instruction. How, do, how can I give you rest? Rest, here it is. Take my yoke upon you. <laughs> Take my yoke upon you. What is a yoke? It's not that... It's not part of an egg. <laughs> a yoke is, is something that you put on. In, in, in Tagalog, it's called pamatok. Pinapatong sa batok ng kalabaw. 
during their time, I don't know if they, they have carabaos, but you know, they, they, these are beasts of burdens. And I'll show you a picture of a yoke. You notice this yoke? Look, look. You notice that it's it the it it's a wooden piece of equipment that you use for planting for, for farming, and you put it on cows, and notice the yoke. It's for two cows or carabaos or bulls, whatever. It's for two cows or carabaos or bulls. So, so there, see? So it's always two by two. And the lesson that we can learn here is you're not supposed to carry your burden alone. You're not supposed to carry your burden alone. Maybe the reason why you feel so heavily burdened is because you are carrying the burden alone when you can come to Jesus so that he will give you rest. If you're, lo if you're, if you're looking, if you're missing that other person, I want you to know that Jesus will always be there. Jesus carries your burden with you. Jesus carries a real burden with you. And, and real rest is carrying with God your God-assigned burden and surrendering everything else to Him. Look, God has an assigned burden for you because I believe that burdens push us, push us to greatness. When you have a burden in your heart, it moves you to do something. If you have a burden for the environment, you're going to start programs and you're going to act according to what's burdening you. And, and, and you will launch programs so that your burden will not be a burden anymore. And I think that we all have God-assigned burdens. Okay? Now, now, um, when you take care of your family, it, it is a burden. But it's a God-assigned burden. Because as a father, that's your duty. As a father, that's your mission. As a father, that's your role. Now, my question is, are you carrying what God never intended you to carry? God, what God never intended you to carry. Because if you get, get to verse 30, Jesus is saying, for my yoke is easy. My yoke, the burden that I will give you, is supposed to be easy. Now, again, it's not, I'm not saying that you won't get tired, that, that you won't work hard, but, but the yoke is easy. In, in, in the direct translation, my yoke is easy, is translated to my yoke fits well. The yoke that I will put on you will fit you well. I, I liken that to going to a tailor and having a tailor make you a suit. It has to fit well. And Jesus is saying, look, Randy, I, I have a yoke for you and it fits you well. You know, I think Jesus is the master marketer. I think he's a marketing guy. You have to remember that Jesus was a carpenter. And he spent his, his um, 
childhood into early adult as a carpenter. And I, I believe that he's one of the best during their time. Not that I was there already, but I believe that Jesus is one of the best because Jesus said, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or you do carpentry, you do it for the glory of God. So, so Jesus is best. And maybe if you try to go, uh, if you try to go to his shop, um, this is something that you will see. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a, a, a sign there that says, my yoke fits well. So Jesus is a great marketer. While everyone was saying, yoke for sale, yoke for sale, Jesus is saying, you can see a lot of yokes around me, but I want you to know, guys, that my yoke fits well, that I can fit very well. And, and, and I guess this is where Jesus was coming from. My yoke fits well. So you come to me and I will give you a yoke that fits exactly for you. Okay. Um, Jesus is saying, uh, I will make a yoke na bagay sa'yo. So I can imagine uh, you bringing your carabao to the shop and Jesus fits it. And, and Jesus says, okay, this is it. So Jesus is saying, following me will fit you well. Bagay ako sa'yo. Bagay ako sa'yo. And, and here's what happens. If you have a yoke that fits very well, it becomes part of your body. And then it doesn't slow you down, but it becomes part of your body so it feels natural. So if you have a burden, it has to just fit in very well. It may be a burden. Providing for my family is a burden, but it's a happy burden. The guy who led us in worship it's not burden. He's there then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, um, mission, ministry, it's a burden. You get tired. But, but it's a happy burden. It's something that you want to do every single week. The people who, who serve you every single week, the people, the technical people, it's a burden. But, but, but we want to do it because it's a happy burden. And I think we need to remind everyone that, that God's burden should be a happy burden. Um, um, working, working, uh, going to work, it's a burden, but it should be a happy burden. And I think we should be singing this to one another. Okay, join me. Let's sing this. Happy burden to you. <laughs> happy burden to you. We have to sing that because it's a happy burden. Because it's a, Jesus said that, that, yes, you have a burden. You carry something. And if it gets too heavy for you, I want you to know that I am right here beside you. And I will carry it with you. I will carry it for you. When you are weak, I am strong. Whatever you're going through right now, maybe, maybe you just want to give up. Brothers, sisters, I woke up this morning and God allowed me to be here today to tell you that God's burden is easy. All you need to do is to come to Him. And Jesus is saying, my yoke 
is easy. My yoke fits you well. Bagay sa iyo ang burden na ito. But more than that, Jesus is saying, Bagay ako sa iyo. Because Jesus fits you well. Bagay si Jesus sa iyo. And, and that's, that's what we want to share this morning. That Jesus will meet you where you are. And Jesus fits you very well. I want to invite those who are going through struggles right now. Maybe you're praying for healing and you're carrying this sickness. And maybe it wears you down. Or, or, or maybe you're struggling in your finances. And, and, and you're, just, you're just worn out. You're just too, too, too spent to continue living. Maybe, maybe you're carrying relationship problems. And Jesus said, come to me, all you who are heavily burdened. And I will give you rest. What is God's way of giving you rest? God's way of giving you rest is God coming to where you are and helping you carry the load. Let's approach Jesus today. And let's give him the burden. Again, real rest is letting God carry the God-assigned burden and leaving everything else into his hands. Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. Let me pray for you. Father in heaven, we come before you today. Lord, we are burdened by so many things. We are struggling. Father, we pray that you just meet us where we are and help us carry the burden. When we become too tired, Father, we pray that you become our rest. When we feel too sick, may you be our healing. May we, when we feel too spent and when we feel that we don't have enough, Father, we pray that you be the God who is more than enough. And when we feel alone, we pray that you be the God who is with us. We declare, Lord God, that the best is yet to come. And we declare, O oh God, that God is on the move. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, visit lightfam.com and click on Feast Teachings.